Do I really have to do this, Rach? Yes, yes, you do. <sighs> Things I do for sexual gratification. Na 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 Ruby. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello, happy new year. Yeah, welcome to the first episode of Not Just Tentacles season three. Woo! Woo! And the first one of twenty twenty four. Yay! <laughs> And we're going to be doing our second movie review. So Wait. I'm, I'm quite pleased about that. Our second movie review? We did another one? Yeah, it was Nimona. Oh, yes. You yeah, did. Yeah, I did that. Okay. Yes. But I thought today you could join in the fun. So this is what I this was... This is a loose definition of fun. Tell me. Shush. You were thinking. So this were, was the film that I watched on New Year's Eve... And some twat in the house next door decided to stand outside and yell every single time somebody let a firework off because they'd started doing it at like half seven or something. Twat! 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 So, yeah, they were providing this instrumental while I was trying to watch Ruby Justice League Part 2. Meanwhile... I was at a gig, dressed as a 1960s matron. That sounds hella dodgy. Don't elaborate. <laughs> as in, oh, matron. And very good you were at it too. Well, you weren't there. Yeah, I know, but I know you. I know the calibre of your acting. So, yeah, I'm sure you absolutely crushed it. Anyway, back to Ruby. Since that is what we're here to talk about today, anyway. I wanted to talk about Barbie. Yeah, but that's not animation. I mean, I there was would... animation in it. That... See, I told you this earlier. I was like, I would love to talk about Barbie, and you said that we weren't going to. Well, if anybody wants us to talk about Barbie, then please write in and give us permission. It's write a... in, or well, they have to send a stamped address on from <laughs> carrier pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> but well, anyway. okay, guys, if you want us to do a review of Barbie, then. And just tweet show in. Us, just show us you're alive. Yeah, okay. Anyway, back to Ruby. So, Ruby, very handily, if you didn't watch the previous film, because this was a straight-to-video one... She oh, God, is it that bad? She provided a recap of not only what had been previously been going on in the last film, is but the... what had been going on in Ruby full stop. So, it just brought you nicely up to date with everything so is this the ruby equivalent of those horrible straight to vhs disney sequels we had in the 90s no it was way better than the enchanted christmas i mean i still wouldn't say it was the best ruby item i'd ever seen that is still obviously ruby the main series or the fabulous book that they did about um roman and um neo i really like the japanese reworking of it oh god that was awful I thought it was great. Or, um, the artwork was amazing. The artwork was good and the voice acting was good, but the story just fell apart like a chocolate orange. Anyway. It never did. Right. Chocolate oranges never fall apart. You have to bash them on the coffee table. And sometimes you bash the coffee table. <laughs> and then you break never, the coffee table. So never do it on a glass top coffee table. <laughs> anyway. So previously on the in the other ruby film so somehow the justice league had ended up on remnant so um the ruby team's planet so for the people who aren't into uh, dc what is the justice league rachel so it is a team of all of the um 
best known heroes from DC Comics or Detective Comics or whatever they call themselves. It was never Detective Comics. That's what it stands for, though. It may have been originally, like, back in the time where everybody wore pinstripe suits and they were just used to alcohol having been legalised. Either way, it's all the most famous... um, superheroes on the roster so there is um superman, superman batman, batman wonder, wonder woman, woman green, green lantern, lantern the flash never aquaman for some reason i don't know whether they couldn't he used use to be, him he used to be it back in the day but yeah but not in this version um in this version they also have cyborg and vixen i'm not too sure who they are they seem to be newer characters and um canary as well she plays a part in this one canary hang on i thought she is she the one who fires an arrow Oh, she's blonde and she wears um fishnet tights. Well, that's that sounds like half of Morecambe. I think she might. Wasn't there at one point Black Canary and Oracle? I think that's her, although I could be mixing up my superheroes. Cause... Right, which is the one that used to be Barbara Gordon? That is Oracle. Oracle, yeah. okay. And so presumably Canary's her girlfriend. Well, there's that one scene of them where it looks like they're going, call me Barbara, Barbara. Barbara. But they look like they're about to start making out on a roof. Anyway, this is completely (laughs) irrelevant. So anyway, Superman and co ended up in Remnant. And for some reason, they were turned into teenagers, which was a bit awkward because you had a bit of ship tease between Batman and Weiss. I mean, I know Weiss has a thing for older men, but still. And um, it turned out. Wait, wait, wait. Batman would not go for Weiss. We know why. <laughs> yeah. he's gay. Yeah, we all know he's gay. Yeah. And um, Ruby had formed um, a, a nice little friendship with Superman as being the heroes, the leaders of their respective teams. And you just generally had other people making connections and so forth. But they ended up going back to their world. The Justice League are back in their world and they're back at their proper adult ages. But... Um, unfortunately, the Grimm seem to have found themselves in their world. The what? So the Grimm are the creatures that the hunters, huntresses, whatever they're called. in um, As in Brothers Grimm. Yeah, they're, they're the awful eldritch abominations that it's their job to fight. And they can be absolutely anything. They can be dragons, they can be dinosaur-looking things, they, they can be snakes, they could be anything. So they're, I love that. It's like... Okay, what's the scariest thing? You can be, oh, I'll be a snake, I'll be a dragon, I'll be a T-Rex. Because they're all created what, by Salem, who, of course... If you were Grim, what shape would you be? I would be a dragon. Really? Well, hang on, Dra- dragons can be cute, though, if we're talking Puzzle Bobble-style dragons. No, or, but these like, are big, scary motherfucker dragons. They are terrifying. So, um... There, there. Obviously, there's a really good shot because I have to say, although this is a bit of um, a shoddy film in places, the scenes of the Grim attacking the Eiffel Tower and other landmarks are absolutely stunning. So they're like, "Oh shit!" And um, quite early on, one of the Grim poisons Batman <coughs> because um, this is how we know that it's a continuation of the problem that was happening in um the previous movie because the grim are now clever because in ruby proper they tend to be just mindless beasts that are powered by sheer spite and evil but in this case they've taken out batman because they are being operated by a rather minor flash villain i think he is called kilgore um who is an kilgore who is an ai and the thing that really annoyed... I thought there was, isn't what's the um, David Tennant's character? That's Kilgrave. 
Uh, okay. But the thing that really annoyed me was I'm completely... Unfam- Honestly, Marvel, DC, sort out your villains. I know. Terrible names, aren't they? So um, this really annoyed me in the subtitles because, as you know, I'm really deaf and plus twats letting off fireworks. I can, they, For some reason, Kilgore is spelt with... Um, instead of an O, it's... Um, an AW? Percentage. So I just kept a looking percentage. at kill, percentage, ugh, and I was thinking, that's not a Hang real on, word. Maybe he's got percentages of what he has to kill. Mm. Maybe he's got sales targets, like the equivalent <laughs> of kill targets. Anyway, Batman gets taken out quite early on. Maybe he, he has analytics He gets poisoned because they, in world explanation is, well, he is the only member of the Justice League that is not superpowered, and also he's the detective. So um, you, you've even got some of the... Um, the DC villains joining in, but on this case... Have we got the Joker? I love the Joker. Harley Quinn. This is my favourite moment of the film, actually. The Penguin. You have just a random shot of um, Harley and the Joker sitting on the roof, drinking wine and enjoying the carnage. They're not doing anything to help or not joining in. They're just going, "Eh, look at that while the Grims are just trashing the city. what, What kind of Harley, what kind of Joker are we looking for? Are we talking... Um, a Heath Ledger Joker next to a Lady Gaga type Harley. Oh or God! A because it's Robbie been or... over a week, I can't actually remember. I'll have to find a screenshot, but it is recognisably them. And you're like, yeah. Well, does she wear like you know the Harlequin outfit? She's not. Like a... I don't think she's wearing the Harlequin just outfit. The so I think she's looking more like she looks nowadays. So closer to the Margot Robbie, but it is definitely them. So like a demented cheerleader. So when Batman gets taken back to Justice League headquarters where he's been fed this poison and he's just deteriorating badly. They but don't you can't kill Batman. Don't worry, they don't kill Batman. Don't they, kill Batman. They get in touch with Ruby, Team Ruby, because of course they're the only people that they know um that can deal with these things. It's apparently been three days in the Justice League's world, but several weeks in Ruby. And, and it's been several hours and 15 days in Sinead Khan as well. <laughs> and um, this this is how you can tell, or well, other than the recap at the beginning, that this is set after the events of Volume 9, which means that they're, that Ruby has come back from the dead and um, Yang and Blake are now together. Oh, is this the one with the disappearing cat ears? Yes, yes, we're getting on to that in a moment. So they, they're they very concerned about Ruby because ever since she came back from committing suicide, she's had a real kind of very gung-ho, I've got to be the best, I've got to fight everything attitude and they're both worried about her. So the... So the Justice League asks them to come and help them fight the Grimm. And when they come through to their world, they are now the same age as the Justice League, which is like, what is going on here? Stay the same age as people. And... Um, They've previously been a bit snarky about... Did they change the ages to make them either appeal to a younger audience or is it so that they can have them get it on? No, because they don't get on with anybody and I'm glad they don't because that would be really, really grim, excuse the pun. But the first thing they notice when they come through the portal is that Blake doesn't have her cat ears. And everyone's like, "Eh?" and this is what gets me right, because being a faunus has always been a key part of Blake's characterisation and... Just her story arc generally. So you would have thought that she would be more upset about that and they would make more of it, but they don't. They they spend the story focusing on all sorts of really random things that don't appear to have any relation to anything. Like, I get... Is a portal being opened to a new dimension? What's that noise? No, next door are doing the laundry. Oh. Anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted by 
clanks and wallops and whatever. Yeah, the, give you clank. I thought she was one of the agents. Who, oh no, the wait, that's somebody else. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they just keep focusing on random things that don't matter. Like I get the whole concern about Ruby. And I get that Vice is traumatised because it's only recently that she has lost her home, that it's been flooded and destroyed and so forth. So I understand that she's coming to terms with that. You know, people who are victims of floods suffer from PTSD. No, no, no. I I get all of that. But I I just feel like they just try to pack too much and not enough. Like poor Blake does not actually have a proper storyline. Everybody else has got one. Like Vice has even got two because not only is she coming to terms with Atlas, but she is also the only one of them that comes through without any powers. Do people actually like Blake if she's not in a Yang context? Yes, I love Blake. She's my favourite character. She's very popular. She's the dark and interesting one that has the whole kind of used to be a terrorist but is better now and evil ex-boyfriend who she and Yang had to kill so yeah totally I don't know whether they simply thought oh Blake has had far more backstory than everybody else so let's have her be <laughs> resting for this time but she is clearly just there as Yang's girlfriend the only time was her actress on holiday no she was there that they're all being voiced by their usual voice yeah, actors yeah but like not giving her the same amount of screen time. Mm. So they is it the same case as like Luna in Hell of a Boss? I don't know, may, maybe, but I, it just seemed very significant because the only time that she does anything in the whole movie, apart from reacting to not having cat ears anymore, is um when oh, no, Yang I don't have cat ears. Is, is temporarily possessed, and um the person possessing Yang is all like, "Ooh, you 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 were completely fooled," and she was like, "I would never be." So it was like a whole year. Aww. She knows her girlfriend. She she knows when some random has jumped into her. So <laughs> so obviously I'm saying here that Kilgore is one of the villains because that's been established Don't in the we previous film. Kill hundred percent more. Yeah, his sales targets. But there's also another character from the Ruby universe this time who returns in this movie. Um, I'm obviously not going to spoil who that is, but either way, it's a former Ruby villain that is back and. I'm delighted that they're back. But anyway, that those is the two... one that looks like David Bowie. There isn't one that looks like David Bowie. Either way, here, here, this guy, or this person rather, and um, Kilgore make an alliance. See, this was a really odd thing that I noticed about the movie. It kept sticking just stills from Ruby in various places. Like they're like, "Ooh, I wonder if this mystery villain could be this person," and then you suddenly have a stunning picture of Salem looking like, well, as she normally looks, um, Pamela Ray with tentacles. So was it done? Or, Here's this other random villain. Right. This, yeah. Talking to you. Yeah. So, was it done at full speed or done as a quick flashback? Almost as, um, what's the word, where they're trying to sell popcorn by showing a picture of popcorn. Subliminal advertising. No, it wasn't subliminal advertising. It was allowed on the screen. You did see it. And the problem with all of this is it does feel like the Justice League could be anybody, really. Like, other than... Super, they've got a really good grasp of Superman. They get who he is because so many people forget that the main point of Superman is he is a genuinely nice bloke. He is a he's true lovely. hero. Exactly. So he sees... He's a nice space Jewish boy. Yeah. He, so he sees Ruby is troubled and he speaks to her and she feels a bit better. Uh, and so they have probably the best relationship. But the others... like He can fly around the world and he can also put up your bookcase for you. Yeah, exactly. And um, Yang... 
reaches out to Flash because Flash was possessed by Kilgore in the last movie. So he feels what really... What type of Flash are we talking about here? Are we talking about old school Flash where you, he just wasn't really much, just this fellow that ran fast? Or are we talking like hot mess Flash? This one's a hot mess Flash. So they're trying okay. to make him more interesting. And the other characters... They... Would, it, would it be... I don't know. Is it is it is it to them now? Are they are, they, are they, is the Flash to them now? Flash is called Barry, so it, it, Barry can be a girl. No, but he, he he's a bloke. While um, Green Lantern is a girl called Jessica. You see Barry. Yeah, it's not a very Barry heroic name, is it? It's it's it sounds like the they're, they're lost adjusters. I was thinking more the IT guy and the Flash HR. Yeah. But either way, I honestly felt, and Wonder Woman, poor Wonder Woman, she does absolutely sod all. All movies, she just either kind of fights or looks pretty. She Do they have her looking like Gal Gadot? So, no, she she just looks like standard <sighs> Wonder Woman. No. So, all the same, it's just like, like... it. It's just, I, I, I thought... I don't see the point of the Justice League being in this because, okay, they all team together and they all fight the Grimm, but it could be anybody. Like, in Ruby itself, when you have just, like, other random characters who who turn up and fight with them, that they seriously, other than Superman and other than Batman, who's doing his whole kind of mean and moody, well, especially now his poison thing. And I'm Batman and I'm poisoned. I love how at the very end of the film, you no, have... I can't even get a Batman impression in. You Let me get... Okay, okay, here you go. I'm Batman, and I'm poisoned. There we go. <laughs> but at the very end of the movie... Breathe, well, allow me to speak. When they have them all celebrating, it's great. So you have um, Yang, na, 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 Yang and Blake na, na. having their second snog um, nice. in the background. Right, a, a snog for the people outside of the 1990s UK. Face-hugging. <laughs> Not face-hugging. Uh, kissing with tongue yeah so they're doing that um ruby is hugging superman everybody else is going yay but you've got batman standing there like he's got a bad smell under his nose going <laughs> batman doesn't do people yeah he doesn't so do you think he just plays a com- online computer game or something mm, possibly see th- this is how crossy road <laughs> not crossy road it was animal crossing yeah <laughs> crossy Although I did like, um, although I thought maybe it was slightly rude because it was still doing the whole kind of, even though it wasn't ship teasing him with Vice, I had the whole kind of, um, with them not both, both not having powers at this point and them obviously being heirs who have lots of being what? Issues, issues. Well, cause he... You're an heir with a lot of issues. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? She is an heiress. He is an heir to the whole kind of Wayne Foundation or whatever. The, the whole, this is a rich kid who's become a vigilante. So they had that link going on. But... I want my parents back, you son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. not that he said that. That was a new game on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Although it does sound like the kind of thing I can imagine Batman saying at some stage. So I did, I did enjoy it. <laughs> I did enjoy it. That was Inigo Montoya, not Batman. <laughs> I can see why you might be confused. Um, but I think that the, I thought there was something, a line in you know one of the dark movie graphic novels. Are you thinking that, of the, I'm the goddamn Batman? No, not I'm the goddamn Batman. I'm, I'm talking about the one that inspired the first Batman movie by Tim Burton. Oh, I don't know. The Dark Knight. 
No, as you know, I don't like Batman, so I don't really <gasps> remember anything <gasps> pertaining to him. Look, my <laughs> superheroes are Superman and Wonder Woman. I like the Batman villains. They're great. But Batman himself, I've just always seen... Superman has got shit villains. Yeah. The, 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 none of them have something that's consistently good. Like, I love the idea of Wonder Woman and I love Steve, but her villains the are mascara. awful. Oh, my goodness. I'm being chased by a giant egg and all I have to do is go and call up upon my sisters on my lovely island of lesbians <laughs> yeah why they won't say that she is at least bi when she never saw a man for like the first 20 years of her life i mean what is that but anyway this was my problem with it because at least in it bizarrely enough when they were kids back on remnant the justice league they felt more like the justice league there i, I don't know why they just did and although i do like that it can did it go a bit fanfacky mm, maybe uh, and um although i liked that they, they continued the running gag of um yang laughing at everybody's names like um they they conceded that superman deserves what is the... funny about laughing at their names well because everybody who has and everybody who's a hero on remnant they just use their own name while of course here they co- it's more the villains this time like there's killer croc so they have a good laugh hey, at... come on killer croc <laughs> there's mirror master who's the killer other croc one? wears really uncomfortable uh, uncomfortable shoes <laughs> And who is the other one that's completely slipped my memory? But either way, a bunch of bad guys from the from the Flash's thing. Uh, as long as they don't have egg foo. Oh, God, yeah. Egg foo, who looks like the world's most racist Easter egg. Come on, look it up. He was a Wonder Woman villain. I am so glad that they got rid of him. So I don't know what else to say because it was stunningly animated. It was well acted by the various voice actors, although I do feel like they've changed the Justice League characters in between. But it just felt very much this is the straight-to-video movie. It's not going to bear any relation to anything that happens in either Ruby or in um, Justice League. Jafar does his tax return. Yeah, exactly. It was like that. And um, I know, obviously, that this seems to be based on the comic that they did on DC. So, yeah, Zvi is part of the DC world. Yay! Zvi, sorry? Zvi is um, Ruby and Yang's dog. There's a very cute picture of him, not in the movie, sadly, but a very cute picture of him running towards them at one point in, in the DC comic. Hi. But... So I'm glad I watched it and it was a fun way to spend like an hour and a quarter. But I don't think that it will is particularly memorable. As an old school DC fan, I'm like, eh. See, this is it. I don't think it would have done much for the non-Ruby fans. I can imagine them just thinking, who are these kids? What are they doing interfering with my DC? While the DC fans... Well, rather, the Ruby fans would have gone like, well, why do we need these people maybe here? Maybe that's just us being old farts. It's, maybe I just don't like crossovers anymore. Cause, like, I never did like crossovers. You're right, it is like a fanfic. It does feel like there's occasions like, oh, wouldn't it be great if, I don't know, Doctor Who met Sherlock Holmes or something? It just but feels like that. It's also like, cross. If you, I, I used to hate crossover pop songs as well. Kenny Rogers, fine by him, himself. Dolly Parton, amazing by herself, but then put it together and you just have islands in the stream. The extended, expanded universe of pop stars. Mm. Uh, So, 
it was a good effort and I liked it. I mean, I'm glad that they didn't have um, Jean coming in and sort of walking away with the story like he did last time. So I'm glad that he and his team were elsewhere because it's like, it's Ruby, it's not Team Jean. So it it, did, it was good that it was written by the actual people this time rather than... With, Fanfic. Rather than Ice Queendom, but it did feel very fanficy. So, okay, that is all I've got to say we about the movie. We do need like a sound effect, don't they? We need like a, a fanficawooga. I think there is one on here sometime. We'll find it, yeah. Or else a ooh, game over type noise. They've got both of those. No, yeah. wait, that was... That was catchphrase. <laughs> no, not catchphrase. Catch no, that's that... I was doing no, that. That sounds I, like I was from doing the more game over noise. That was what I was oh, meant to be. Oh, you mean? Oh, how do you do it? I would. Which I think we're in danger game? of alienating our non-British audiences here. Eh. <laughs> but either way, they see it as a cultural exchange. Yeah. Okay. We will make silly noises at you, and you can alternatively tell us the sorts of things that you want to hear. Eh, eh. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> so okay so next time we are going to be well this month we're talking about all sorts of stuff because we're going to be catching up with zom 100 which finally released its last three episodes or over christmas as i accidentally reread it <laughs> well it's zom 100 bucket list of the dead but yeah Zomlu to... bucket list <laughs> so fair enough we've got that yeah. there's also going to be i'm in love with the villainess can't wait to discuss that but i need most... to see some of that most of all, most importantly of all, we're going to start doing recaps of Has Been Hotel. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Because that's going to be dropping on the 19th of January. I mean, <gasps> slightly earlier for people that bought the package, but obviously I am poor and can't afford that. So we'll be filling you in with everything Has Been that happens from then on. So this month is going to be full of tentacly goodness. So. Whoop. Yeah. More tentacles than an aquarium. Yeah. Very crackeny. I'll show you my crackeny. <laughs> anyway, now we're making seafood. No, my knee really does crack a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. That, I thought we were going in for seafood based innuendos. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't want seafood in my endo. <laughs> anyway, no. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> I know it's called not just tentacles, but no. No, naughty bad. Okay, right, enough of that. It's time for us to go. Love Sweet you guys time. very much. Calamari. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And you can also follow us on social media. We are at Tentacles Not on Twitter. And on Facebook, our page is called Not Just Tentacles. Speak to you soon. Bye.